And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. to the most important part of our service. So if you can please all stand to your feet, raise your voices and clap your hands for our shepherd, our father in the house, the servant of God, Pastor Chris! Jehovah Shammah, I see you everywhere. Blessed Redeemer, your glory fills the earth, everlasting Father, the one who watches me. I put my confidence in Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Shammah, I see you everywhere, blessed Redeemer, your glory fills the earth. Everlasting Father, the one who watches me, I put my confidence in Jehovah Shammah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may be seated for a while. Praise God. Today I want to uh, continue to talk about the importance of prayer in our lives because as we have just started to touch on this very important topic i've had a number of testimonies of the lord's hand on the lives of the people of bmi are you one of them is there anybody here that can say prayer has since they started praying and watching in the night that they have seen something happen in their lives so show me your hand just wave to me because Lysandra is supposed to be doing the uh, testimony part of the service, but she's also not doing her job properly. We'll see her after church. Amen. Wave again to me. Wave again. See, I wanted to see all the people. You have prayed and God has come through for you. God has done something. For you. you have started to experience the practical part of what I'm teaching. Amen. Beautiful. So, as much as we... Uh, can teach on many topics, I often think that the important things is what will, will, will help you. Amen? What will help you grow as a Christian in your everyday life, not what will give you a good feeling here in the morning service. Are you all with me? Not a nice gear. I can also give you a gear. But, but what helps you? What helps you if I die tomorrow? Me. What will sustain you? You won't hear my jokes, you won't hear my butt. You will know that I told you to pray. 
to meet God alone. You. Now to pray is very hard. It's very difficult because it's a supernatural act. It's also an act of faith. Amen. There was a great man of God called E.M. Bounds. He was from the Methodist Church. And if you are very spiritual, you will have come across his books in the bookshop. If you go to the bookshop. God must help us. Amen. He wrote a number of books and I have a few of them. And he, he, he was a great prayer warrior. Like Andrew Murray. Andrew Murray and this guy, E.M. Bounds. I'm giving you names so that if you're interested in going further with God, then you will remember these names and try to find their books. They teach so much on prayer. Edward McKindry Bounds. E.M. They just said E.M. Edward McKindry from the United States of America. It's a lot of slogans, slogans, slogans. So they made these huge slogans. And, but one of the one that I like the best is this one where he said, he said, the greatest lesson in life any man can learn. Do you know what is the greatest lesson in life any man can learn? Uh, you'll be surprised if I tell you. The greatest lesson in life any man can learn is how to pray. Because from that exercise, everything else becomes possible for you. It's not how to make money, how to do this, how, no, 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 how to pray. <laughs> because when you pray, you're inviting the divine into your uh, presence. You're inviting God into your situation. You are actually inviting angels into your situation. You are also inviting the Holy Spirit into your situation. Oh yes, many, many great things. You're inviting supernatural things into your life. So, if it's the greatest lesson, then I want to teach this lesson. Over and over and over again. Amen. And then the testimonies will be proof. Of the wisdom that I've exercised here to teach you on prayer. So who's, who's, who's woke up in the night to pray? Let me see. Let's practice. Let's make this practical. You woke up in the night while it was still dark. Wow. Wow. I believe some people are getting promotions. And I think when some of them will testify at the end of the service or when the offering because the Lord gives promotions. Amen. Some got new cars. Amen. God is in the abundance business. Hello. People of Delft, listen. God is in the blessing business. So when God blesses, there's always abundance, prosperity and multiplication. Now you can read in the Bible and you can come and show me again. Every time God is involved, Things that are little become much. Hey. If it's not working for you, you are not praying correctly. You see? So I want to teach you how to pray. Amen. After Jesus used Peter's boat, He said to him, Now that you've given me your boat to preach, just 
Go out a little and throw your net on the other side. He said, Lord, we've caught, we've, we worked all night. You don't understand. We worked all night. There's nothing in the sea. There's nothing here. As droog here. Ken here of a diaf. I said, I said, just take the boat a little in and just throw your net on the other side. He said, okay, Lord, I can tell you there's nothing here, but at your word. Because you've preached so nice, I was also listening while I was washing my nets, I was listening. So at your word, you sound like a holy man. I will push out a little into the sea. The Bible says when he pulled his net, he couldn't pull it. it. It was too heavy. So we had to call the neighbors and say, come and help with this abundance. Come and help with this multiplication. And the Bible says the net started to break. It was too much for him to handle. Can you? When the Lord starts to bless you, can you? When your cupboards are too small, you need to build more cupboards. And the more you give away, the more it increases. I pray that you will enter into this dimension. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to teach you about the dimension today that you must enter. In the realm of the Spirit, there are certain words we use that is not often used here. The one word is dimension. You enter into dimensions. There are different dimensions. So my message today is called uh, Supernatural Dimension. Amen? Supernatural Dimensions. Let me just make sure that's my, yeah, that's my topic. Amen? Supernatural. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So if there's something super, then there must also be something natural. Amen? Are you here? I'm so excited about this topic because I actually, I spoke to the Lord and I said, no man, this is what you are teaching me. Do you see? So I almost wanted to be selfish and say, Yera, let, ek die goed beoefen. let me practice what you are telling me then I will walk in this dimension and then they will be surprised at my power and my glory. And then the Lord said, don't be greedy. Give it to them also. Because that you, so that you don't walk in this dimension alone. But those who, who catch it, those who grasp it right here, will start to walk also in the supernatural dimension. So these little signs that you're starting to see, like Al Pelusil says, you lay hands and, and sickness disappear. It's, a, it's that other dimension that is here. And the Lord promised me that there's going to be something supernatural that will happen here. That's why the... the, the the fervency on praying, praying, because I know nothing happens without praying. So we are birthing something supernatural in prayer. 
I'm almost at the place where, I, where, where we have really worked hard with our cell leaders. We've worked with our shepherds. We worked, and next week we are introducing you new leaders. Next week is a big service here in the morning. You're going to see nice new leaders with their cloaks and everything. We've done the, the manual, the natural, the natural thing. Go fetch your people, phone your people, transport your people. That's the natural. But God said, no, something supernatural is about to happen. And I'm prophesying because I'm also entering the dimension of the prophetic. I, it's like fire shut up in my bones. And you will be, you can be part of it. I was saying that to say that I, I'm even saying that even if the if the if the leaders fail and 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 our um, attempt to bring you to church every Sunday to make you to remind you to come, even if that fails, the supernatural will make a, a stream. It will be Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. The mountain of the Lord's house shall be established. Hey! There it is in the top of all mountains. This one, the church. The church. The church is the mountain of the Lord. Hallelujah. The church is the greatest thing you can be involved with. Please take note of what I'm telling you today. The church. Whatever your dream and your vision is, you can chase it and you might miss it. But if you turn to God's vision, which is the church, I will build my church. My church. Everything connected to church is what you must give your life to. Now I'm not just talking about being a pastor. Forget about this Cape Townian, South African idea of church. It's a westernized, uh, backslidden idea of church. Using church as just a gathering social club for a few minutes. No, I'm talking about giving you all to the church. Your visions and dreams of becoming there and there will all come through the church. Oh, yes. Great things are coming to you because this is what will happen. All nations will flow into it. Hallelujah. All nations will flow into it. I'm almost saying to you, but I don't want to say it, but I'm almost saying to you that even if you don't want to be part of it, it won't affect the explosion that will happen here. Do you get it? You will watch us from the distance. From a distance. From a distance. You will see what I told you will come to pass. Listen at verse, verse 3. Listen. And many people shall go and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. To the house of the God of Jacob. And there he will teach us his ways. In the church. 
You will learn the ways of God. And we will walk in His paths. For out of Zion will go the law. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. This is what God promised us. And I am excited to tell you we are seeing the first drops of this prophetic utterance come to pass. You will stand in the line, hear what I say for the second service. You will see it soon. The Lord will pour out His blessing and you shall not be able to contain it. But I want you to enter with me into the supernatural dimension. John chapter 3, please, verse 7. Are you ready? Are you ready? Marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wants to and you hear the sound thereof but you cannot tell where it comes from and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Amen. Supernatural things are slightly mysterious and not always easy explainable because it's a bit spooky sometimes. Now the Lord has to compare it with wind. He says, anyone that is born again is like mysterious in a certain way. Amen? Now, if, if, you, if you don't have this, then maybe you must also come again to be born again. Because everyone who is born again is supposed to be supernatural. Uh-huh. Everyone that, you see, because you were already natural when you came out of your mother's womb. Amen. So everything is natural. Say fra bichi, say kray bichi. Say klop an beri sasa lane, say kreo eyo bichi gyaltis. Alles is bichi, bichi, bichi. Because you have not tapped into the supernatural. Yes, you are in the natural. So you must flow with what everybody is used to. But anybody who taps into the supernatural is, is, is different to people that are natural. And that supernatural is not just for the pastor or the bishop or the whatever. It's for you. Any man and woman that is born again. I know you don't believe me. I can see you don't believe me. And I'll tell it to you in any way. Even if you don't believe me. Amen. So a, a born again believer must be like the wind. How is that, Pastor? Unpredictable. Fire even? Is it blowing? Is it coming up? You never know, isn't it? Say there was no wind now, and yet the wind has come up. Unpre? Praise God. Amen. No one can say what is going to happen to the wind. It can change direction at any time. I love it. And it's the nature. It's, it's not just unpredictable, it's invisible. So three things a child of God must be. Are you a child of God? Ask your neighbor, are you a child of God? 
Are you trying to, then he's preaching to you. Then he's talking to you. He says you must be unpredictable. Say unpredictable. Invisible. And powerful. No, that is the description of the wind. Please listen. What is the wind? Unpredictable. Invisible. And powerful. So a few days ago, the wind blew. And I think in Hanover Park, it blew the roofs of some of the houses. Was it in Hanover Park or Mannenberg? Huh? No, you don't know? Well, it was on the news. And overpower. Yes. And I'm always, when the wind blows like this, I'm always considering the site and I'm always phoning Lance. Lance, is the tent okay? Because the wind is powerful. The wind can destroy things. Are you with me? The wind can blow things over. Aye. So the child of God must be like the wind. Powerful. When they ask you, how's that brother? You say, powerful. <laughs> how's that sister? She's powerful. You mustn't be, pre- you mustn't be predictable. You see, and you see, I'm like that. The people always say, pastor say, no didang, then say, pastor daidang. Pastor will it, no suga at it, I'm not predictable. Because so is any man who is born of the Spirit. Are you with me? Hallelujah. If you are not like that, you are predictable, you are visible and you are weak. That's the opposite. You are predictable, you are visible and you are weak. You see a man that's supernatural, he's a prayerful man. You don't see him always outside. He's, 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 He's often in the prayer closet. So he's invisible. But they what oral is very jukebox club. The beatbox. What does they do? The Bluetooth speaker. You will be like the wind. Say amen. And you will become supernatural through the new birth experience. Hallelujah. We are, you are not intended to be a baby forever. Amen. If you've been here for more than three months, you should start now to crawl already. Uh-huh. We can't give you milk, 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 milk. You're going to get some sickness. Milk Amen. You must really grow. So you must grow to the dimension, believers, that you want to enter this realm that I'm talking about. I'm talking about dimensions of supernatural, supernatural dimensions. Would you like to enter that dimension? This morning, I'm going to give you just the key to enter. The key. It's like the first part of the door to enter the supernatural dimension. Amen. And what is that? That is the key of prayer because prayer is the gateway. The gateway. You don't get anybody operating in the supernatural that doesn't pray a lot. Uh huh. You can get preachers that can preach a nice sermon. That can have the jokes, that can have, but if the if the if the anointing is not there, then you can sense Naiman. This here Badari. He can say the words nice, but there's no anointing there. Hallelujah. Anybody who prays a lot will have a supernatural dimension to his life. So for all those who started to put up their hands, 
about the watch and pray in the evenings. I present to you, you are entering into the supernatural. Wow. Get excited about it. Don't get excited about material things because from this dimension, all other things will come to you. The greatest lesson you can learn is not to how to make money, how to buy a car, how to do investments. It's how to pray. Hallelujah. Because there are forces working for you when you are a prayerful person. Amen. And we're going to pray more, all of us, in Jesus' name. Amen. And every time you are praying, it might seem that nothing's happening. It might be a tedious, sometimes laborious exercise. But I want to tell you that things are happening every time you pray. Every time you pray. Every time you're on your knees or you just stand and pray in the dark or you walk up and down. Please believe me, Christians, things are happening. Nothing is natural anymore. The supernatural is playing out on your circumstances. Ah, uh, you must have great faith to pray because things that never worked for you will start to work for you. People that couldn't come right in your environment are starting to come right. Oh, God will make you like the wind and blow you away into another environment. Because that is how a Christian should be. You don't, you don't stay in environments and try to change people. God will take you and blow you into another environment. Hallelujah. We will be honored and accepted. Glory to God. So is anyone that is born of the Spirit. He is like the wind. He is like the wind. May you be like the wind, my brother. Glory to God. May you have power. May you have unpredictability. And may you be invisible. Now you see me. Now you don't. Do you know why you must be invisible? Every time a snake comes in the open, everyone who sees it wants to kill it. So one of the secrets of the snake, or the Bible calls the wisdom of a serpent, he hides himself, he's invisible. Even the stripes on his back is camouflage. You think it's a tree and you think it's a branch, but it's actually a snake. Yeah. But his invisibility makes him survive and makes him strong. As soon as he is visible, he's attacked and he's, 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 he's influenced and, he wants to, and people want to kill him. So is a man born of the Spirit. A man that is like the wind, he's not, he's not always outside in the noise, in the crowd. No, 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 no. Can't be at every gathering, social gathering. No, 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 no. He also has times to pray. So when you want to... Uh, be lustig. He says, no, I can't come now. I have an appointment. I don't think this message is, this is this. I must go, I must go preach for a, a bishop's convention. Bishop's convention. I'll give you a few points and I close. 
Jesus Christ, people thought he was ordinary. I'm going to show you how he became supernatural. Amen. He went to pray in the desert for 40 days and for 40 nights. You all know that, isn't it? Before he even started to preach in the streets, he first went to pray 40 days and 40 nights. This is the pattern that he laid down for us. And he changed the nature of his ministry. I'm going to show you now in Luke chapter 4. He goes to the mountain, he comes back. He goes into the synagogue after 40 days, fighting with the devil. They don't, the Bible doesn't say what he prayed about. He was rebuking Satan all the time. He was a war between him and Satan. Stones to bread, uh, kingdoms. It was just, so a large part of your prayer has to do with fighting Satan, rebuking Satan, isn't it? Because if Jesus had that fight in the desert, so will you. Um, th this is a message for upper, the, 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 for serious Christians. The dedication of children was for the junior Christians. All right? So you had your message already. This one is dimensions. Dimensions. Is there anybody that I'm receiving what I'm saying? So Jesus had this battle and then when he came back, he, he went to the temple and then he took the Bible and then he read, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Now nothing, no, no, just a carpenter, natural, speakers a cup, made a few coffins, made a few pulpits, made a few things. Now, from the prayer time, this man comes and suddenly he walks into the temple and he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because I have power now to heal the brokenhearted, to preach the gospel to the poor, ah, to sit at Luke four, please. Where, where are we? Luke four fourteen. Yes, he returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and they went fame of him. He became famous. Are you famous? Hello, are you famous? No, I don't think you're famous. You would have been honored more. You would have been sitting in the front seat here or something. Uh, what can then make you famous? The dimension that you must enter. Because Jesus, there was nothing that he actually did besides coming to read the scripture in the synagogue but the Bible says his fame went through all the region of Galilee are you hearing me he taught in the synagogues and he was praised by everybody I see you also starting to preach and teach and this church is an opportunity for everybody you know how I am if you come here on a Sunday night, you'll see the young people preaching. You'll be surprised. Yeah. And God is giving gifts to many people that will not just preach in Delft or in Biala. They will be traveling across the world. Remember the day that I'm prophesying these things over you. He came to Nazareth. He went into the synagogue. He delivered them the book of the prophet Isaiah. He said, the Spirit is on me. So when you think of Jesus, you don't think of him as a carpenter. No, we just know that he was a carpenter in the beginning. He, you would think of him as a spiritual man. Isn't it true? 
The words he spoke were spiritual. Ay. His words were with supernatural intent. Ah, I can heal the brokenhearted. Wouldn't you like to heal the brokenhearted people? Ay. How many sisters are brokenhearted here today? Ah. You can deliver the drug addicts. By one prayer, you'll be delivered. There was a certain sister, I told my wife, I'm surprised that this person only came to church once. But after that, the person has been in many meetings, prayer meetings, everything. And my wife said, when she came the first time, there was like a power of the Holy Ghost banged it to the floor. And an operation took place right there. Because it's not natural. I'm t- it's not natural for a person to come once to a service and then not miss any service, including prayers, everything, everything. Supernatural intent. Something has happened. Somebody had an encounter. There was a deliverance for captives. God can you free mark. You are fighting in the natural. And you can't be delivered from tobacco. You can't be delivered from alcohol. Because it's the power to deliver you is not a natural power. It's a supernatural power. And the Lord is going to send people across your path that will say like Jesus said. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. The man of God from South America said, you must say all the words of Jesus, you must claim as your words. When he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, you must also say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. T.L. Osborne. T.L. Osborne. T.L. Osborne. He said, say it as if it's you. And the captives will be free. And it's coming to happen right here at BMI. Glory to God. Declaration of supernatural abilities. Your ministry and your business is going to go supernaturally high. You're going to make profits. I, I, I prophesy over you. you. Your profits will be more than natural. Because in the natural, we're fighting difficulties and frustrations and curses. Is it true? But if you enter by the gate of prayer and you are praying in the night... You will enter a new dimension of supernatural things. You will be lifted up above the natural contours of life. Above the difficulties of life. Above the challenges of life. Above the roadblocks, the hurdles and the curses. Because you are introduced to a supernatural dimension. Hallelujah. And your fame will start to go abroad. Huh? See, you haven't prayed. That's why you're not famous. See, Barry. As a nari, that might make you see. My oyoiti gefare. I challenge you to challenge me that you enter into the prayer closet and see if you can still remain unknown you can't because the power that you will carry with you will make you famous
You will go to other countries and people will know you. When I go to other countries, I'm surprised how people know me. I mean, social media is now helping that, but it's, it's so surprising. They say, no, we know you. Or you, pastor, this and this. You know when you're famous, when people ask if they can take a picture with you? No, sister, niemand het nog gevra. Kom, sister, kan ons ons eerlijk, sister. Niemand het nog vir jou gevra. Mama, kan ons gewoon foto's aan jou vat. But the day is coming. Hou maar altijd een borstel in jou bag, sister. Hou een borstel in jou bag, want as die wind waai in die delf, hou een borstel in jou sak, want die kinders gaat sê, sister, kan ons hier een foto met jou vat. Then Jesus went to to the Jordan. He also got this baptism of John and he was praying and a dove came down on him. The, 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 the act of prayer will invite doves to come down on you. And that dove is the Holy Spirit. And that dove is the anointing. Men of prayer and women of prayer are men that carry the anointing. Men that are dry and boring and have no effect on the church is, yeah. Somebody asked me to speak to a, a conference on church growth. So I said, I don't have the secrets for church growth. No, 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 but your church is growing better. I said, listen, it's invisible. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. I can't explain it. It's unpredictable. And it's invisible. I can't tell you, do this, do that, do this. Then you will see church growth. You must enter a dimension of the supernatural. And supernatural things will start to happen. Bishop Dag was saying, uh, pastors are struggling with churches. He said, when COVID came, some pastors were happy. Why? Because they, they could now blame COVID for not having members in their church they didn't now it's the time they couldn't blame themselves anymore see Naiman is a COVID man the government say because he says even in COVID we were packing chairs far apart isn't it like one meter one. then it looked better because the church looked full then he said COVID is gone for two years. But he still has no heart in the meat. So now you can't. Who are you blaming now? You see, there is a supernatural dimension you need to tap into. So the pastor was saying to you, they said, you must teach church growth. He said, because during COVID when our churches were closing, you were building. He said, you must come and share your secret in the conference. I said, oh, what? Oh, it's invisible. It's unpredictable. It's the spirit of the Lord. And it descends like a dove. 
He descends like a dove. Go do your work. Go do your work. He descends like a dove. Hallelujah! I see the Spirit coming on you like a dove. Amen? Every time you pray, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is coming down on you. And you will be prayerful. And the last point. I had six, but I'll give you three only. You will walk in a new dimension of power. Your fame will spread abroad. The dove will come on you. And then, as you pray a lot, this prayers will introduce honor and glory from God. Amen. Second Peter 1.17 I'm closing. You see, I even brought the singer to the front. I'm closing. Listen to this beautiful scripture. I'm, I'm, I'm finishing. For Jesus received from God the Father honor and glory. When there came a voice to him from the excellent glory. And this voice said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven, Peter and the apostles said, We heard when we were with him, when we were with him on the holy mountain. This talks about the transfiguration and the, the transformation of Jesus when he was on that mountain. He went to that mountain to pray. And the disciples went with him, but they kind of became tired and they fell asleep because they were in the natural. But when he prayed, Elijah and Moses came to meet with him. And then when Peter opened his eyes, he saw this great vision of these prophets with Jesus. And that voice he also heard. He said, and this voice which came from heaven, we heard it when we were with him. The voice came to affirm Jesus. He was confirmed as the son of God because they thought the other two were important just as Jesus. And the voice said, no, this one, the middle one, is my beloved son. He gets more honor and more glory. Hallelujah. You will receive honor and glory as you spend time praying to the Lord. The lack of honor and the lack of glory in your ministry and in your life purely comes from the lack of praying. It purely comes from the lack of praying. Amen. give you three points today or receive honor and such glory you know when I was a young man God ordained for me to move away from my house to live in a desert for one year maybe you don't know my story God cannot work with you 
in the natural realm you know you need to be i wondered why god took moses to the desert for 40 years and after 40 years he appeared to him in the burning bush and god removed me also from people into a very dry place we have a church there now but there was not much activity to be done there so what it was it was an isolation and a coming away come away come apart so that i can deal with you and i believe also as he spoke through me through the books that i read while i was there a voice spoke to me there came to him a voice you see and in my innermost being i had no desire to become a great worldly figure but i had a desire to obey god i joined a small church and i started to take many young people to the church before i was a pastor because god had isolated me so that i could hear his voice clearly there came a voice but you see the voice brought two things honor and glory you shall not be obscure and not known if you in the prayer because i couldn't go much i could it's only me and god For certain reasons I couldn't be out much it's only me and God in the in the closet I was teaching is my first teaching job I had in the desert so I was reading how the holy spirit fell on the church in America in 1906 the Azusa Street revival I was reading reading and I was saying I don't know how it was that the holy spirit placed this little book in my hand It's called another wave of revival. And I believe that revival is coming like a flood even to the city and it will also be in the church. Then I saw that those people were prayerful people. Prayed before God and then manifestations came into their meetings and they started also to speak in tongues like the early church. and people shouted screamed foam at the mouth laid under the power and i believe that's the voice that said to me this is that which i want you to enter because i was in a in a church back home here in cape town that knew the holy spirit but they didn't know these deeper dimensions i would think of the manifestation of the holy ghost and when i was there and i saw it in the book So I went to uh one of the evening meetings because in the night I went I could only come out in the night because it was so very hot. I went in the night walking slowly so that I don't sweat before when I get to church it was a long distance. Ah. I used to walk and and I played on mowing. I didn't have a CD with me but Uh, that time we didn't have phones phones wasn't invented that in 1993 or oh, it was but we we didn't have it so i was walking 
And Don Mowen's song, God Will Make a Way, was always playing. Other anointed songs, the, your steadfast love extends to the heavens. Ah. And as I was walking and, and the Holy Spirit was talking, 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 that that voice came to me from this most excellent glory. So then I started teaching or like I would normally do in a small home cell group meeting. Yeah, and I was teaching on Ezekiel 47, 37, the waters to my ankles, the waters to my knees, and the waters to my loins. The depths of the Spirit, the dimensions of the Spirit. Ah, and suddenly as I was teaching, a wind came in the place. And the old lady whose house it was, she was covered with a blanket here, you know. She started shaking under the power. There was nothing like that before. And the people started screaming. The same things I saw in the little booklet about the wave of revival. I said, Lord, this is another dimension. Now, I'm, I'm not just a school teacher coming to teach there. We've planted the church there. Yeah. When I come there now, my posters are on the poles. Like, this pastor is coming. Or it's been advertised. The kids there will want to take pictures. Because God has added from the most excellent voice, honor and glory. Yeah. You, there will be people you, that, that hate you. That is also part of God's plan. People that don't think you are great, but you're not there to prove to them anything. You are moving with the people that God has sent you to. And on you will be honor. And on you will be glory. The devil will use other people to make you think that God hasn't spoken to you, but I tell you today, God has spoken to you. And on you will be honor and glory. So same brother, don't be happy to be the same. Think of something greater. Hear the voice. It's coming to you. He received from the Father honor and glory when a voice spoke to him. When a voice spoke to him. And called him apart. And that voice is talking to you today. God is going to make something great of your life. Sometimes I wish I can take people like this, Derek, and shake them and say, and shake them. Brother, you know, I wish I can. Don't leave God. Don't stay out of church. There's some things. I, I must not can't force the people. Because there's an excellent glory awaiting you. I wish I could tie you to your seat like this. Ooh. But when people are in the natural, it's so hard to try to convince them. Thus, it's bitter, man. 
don't worry, it's under the power. It's so hard, Loli, to tell them. Don't be moved by small, small things. Disagreements, arguments. It's, the devil wants to take you away from the voice. That is going to bring you honor and so much glory. Oh, you will enter it. We will enter it. But what is the gateway? We must pray. The Spirit won't fall because I put a nice blue carpet here. The Spirit won't fall because my stage is nice. My lights are nice. These are just nice things for us because God also makes things beautiful. Ah. But if I don't pray, if I don't stay with God, if you don't enter, then you're going to suffer through the natural ways of life. I can give you money. The money will help you for a short while. Then the money is up. You know how quick you can use money. But if I give you the secret of entering into the watch and pray, the darkness Philippians 4 6 he says be anxious over nothing be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving make your requests known unto God hey Ephesians 6.18 Watching there too Hallelujah Praying always with all prayer and supplication and Watching there unto With all perseverance And supplication for the saints Watching, watching Luke 18 verse 1 He told them a parable To this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Hallelujah. Always to pray and not to faint. Luke 21 verse 36. Listen to this. Watch ye therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass. Pastor Dit met my gebeur. Jare pastor, die duivel het. Watch ye therefore. Pray that you may escape, escape, escape. All these things that shall come to pass. All these things that shall come to pass. I'm yielded to your Holy Spirit. Bow your heads and close your eyes. Breathe upon me, breath of God. Breathe upon me, Spirit of the Lord. As I lift my hands in surrender.
Most high, most high. I'm yielded to your spirit. I'm yielded to your spirit. I'm walking in your love. I'm walking in your love. Jesus, I adore. Jesus, I adore. Stand to your feet, everybody. Don't move around. Don't go to the toilet now. I'm closing. But the Holy Spirit is here. I feel His presence. He's here. Lift your hands gently. Now there's going to come on you a breath and the wind of the Spirit. Yes. There will also come a voice from His most excellent glory. He will speak to you and He will say you will receive honor glory and power you will be invisible you will disappear from the common friends you once knew you will disappear from the common people that was once in your company because you will become invisible says the Lord but you will also be unpredictable the wind blows, but nobody knows where it comes from or where it goes to. So is everyone that is born. supernatural dimension beyond the natural beyond the natural lift us higher ah so that the frustrations the difficulties of this world cannot prevent us and block us we shall go over and we shall overcome because of this dimension. And I think Pastor Chris Ross shared very well. He explained the message very well. So I think I'm going to ask him to share every day. You know, the Archbishop brought the prophet and I'm also bringing you. <laughs> So you, you, you explain the, the word very nicely to all of us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages of Pastor Chris, tune in to Chris Ross Ministries podcast. Remember, faith cometh by hearing.